Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinny Wiley. This week, Fiji and Samoa seal their place at next year's Netball World Cup. Mixed results for the Pacific region in the first weekend of June Rugby Internationals. And some big names are announced for the Fiji Golf International. But first, the Fijian sporting community is in mourning after Athletics representative Roy Ravana Jr. was killed in a shooting incident in the United States. The 20-year-old was in the US on an athletics scholarship at Iowa Central Community College and had represented Fiji at the World Indoor and Junior World Championships. Sacramento police say the shooting took place on Tuesday morning with another person injured in the incident. Two youths have since been arrested in relation to the shooting. The president of athletics Fiji, Joe Roden Sr., says it's a tragedy. It's a very sad day for athletic Fiji and for Fiji itself. You know, losing one of our potential athletes and, uh, that has a lot of future, bright future ahead of him and... Uh, uh, it's one of our best, and that's one of the reasons why he was selected uh, to, to go to the States under a scholarship to study and also uh, to, to train in the States. Uh, he's one of our brightest prospects as far as athletics is concerned, and uh, it's really, really sorry to see him lose his life in such a way. He's uh, obviously was still a very young man, uh, but he'd already competed uh, in a number of events, Junior World Championships, World Indoor Championships, Pacific Games, Mini Games, so he'd already packed in quite a lot. Yeah, he was, like I said, he was one of our athletes that we had really prepared uh, to uh, grooming him up for bigger events in the future. And he's already taken part in all those games and he's won medals in all those games. And uh, we were preparing him actually for the uh, Brazil uh, uh, Olympic Games in two years' time. He was one of our brighter prospects for, for the Olympic Games. Uh, and uh, that's one of the reasons why he was sent to the States to uh, prepare him for bigger things in the future. But unfortunately, you know, uh, that uh, has come to no avail. And uh, 400 metres, was that his specialist event, was it? Yeah, 400 metres. Uh, he's uh, got the current uh, school record in the co-game. We have a co-game which uh, involves all the secondary school in Fiji. And he broke that record in uh, 2011 when he was uh, still in Maurice Brothers High School. So he's a current uh, record champ uh, for that. Uh, his time was 47.2 seconds for the senior boys' uh, uh, 400 metres. Uh, he's also a good 400 metres hurdler. So uh, we, we were preparing for both of those events, the 400 metres and the 400 metres hurdles. And we were hoping that next year's uh, South Pacific Games, you know, he'll win us a gold medal, especially in the 400 metres hurdles. So, uh, yeah, he was pretty good in the middle distance and a very good sprinter also. How was the news um, found out back in Fiji? Did, has it been done through official channels or did you guys just obviously hear there obviously was a shooting uh, in, in Sacramento? Actually, I got it through an email from uh, our athletic colleagues that you know, Roy Romano Jr. has been shot in the States, and uh, that's how I knew about it. And I think a lot of people <clears throat> knew, knew about it through the social media, rather than uh, being officially told. Uh, I think the, the parents, too, knew about it through the social media, and when they found out, uh, they had to ring to really find out whether it really happened. Or else in the uh, athletic fraternity, we, we heard about it through the social media. I was pretty really surprised. I thought uh, I thought he was just injured until I was told that uh, he had passed away from the shooting. 
do people know the the uh, w- what happened with the incident? I, I understand he was uh, trying to to help somebody. Yes, uh, that's from my understanding. Uh, I think they were cleaning up where uh, they stay, and there was some shooting, and uh, he saw someone lying on the ground, and he wanted to run and help the poor kid that was lying on the ground. And when he ran, the culprit that did the shooting turned on him and fired at him and uh, and hit him, and, that, and that's what killed him. You know, the Fijians are very. They got instant reaction in trying to help people out. And uh, in this case, uh, Roy uh, reacted instantly when he saw someone lying on the ground and wanted to go and help. And unfortunately, that uh, caused causing his, uh, his, uh, his life. Is his uh, family being uh, being offered support? And, and, and how are they being helped? Uh, have the police, do you know, have they contacted the family? Well, at the moment, I don't really know it. But we tomorrow we will find out more when we have our meeting and then we will discuss we, what we in athletics will do on behalf of the family. But as far as the police and all those things, I, I don't really know whether they've got in touch with him. He'd been selected for Glasgow, hadn't he? He wasn't one of the guys in the squad, but uh, the final squad hasn't been selected. Final team, but he was in the squad. Uh, but he would have made, easily made it because uh, I mean, his performances are very good. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, that won't happen. That's the president of athletics, Fiji, Joe Roden Sr. Fiji and Samoa will represent the Pacific region at next year's Netball World Cup after sealing their qualification at the weekend. The Fiji Pearls sealed a fifth consecutive Pacific Series title in Rarotonga, finishing unbeaten with two wins each against Samoa, Papua New Guinea and the Cook Islands. The outgoing Fiji netball coach Julie Hornwig has praised her team for adapting to a new style and delivering when it counts. They've taken on board a whole new way of looking at things and my different approach and uh, they've just embraced it and uh, grown as players and athletes and as women too. They're, they're fine athletes and they're fine women, so yeah, it's very, very impressed. You were uh, at pains at the start of the tournament or before things kicked off to, to say that it wasn't going to be easy and that there was definitely going to be some uh, stiff competition. And uh, in a couple of those matches, whilst you did go through unbeaten, uh, you were behind there for a while and you, and you really had to fight for those victories. Yes, and um, the tri-series that we had uh, back in Fiji before we came here was, was just a wonderful opportunity for us and they had some tough matches there and so they knew how to fight through and what they needed to do and came um, all to fruition here because, yeah, that Samoan team are very talented and some of the Cook Island girls are very talented too and um, PNG seem to have prepared well with their week in uh, Australia. So, yeah, it was a tough competition all round. Samoa seem to think that the uh, the gap is closing. Do you sense it's quite tight there in, in terms of that Pacific region? Um, I just think uh, Fiji need to be a little bit more organised. I, before I came in, what, a month ago, there had been little work done with the team, so... I think they, if they're you know really serious about doing well at the world next year, they must get they must continue this momentum now, and not uh, let it all fall away because you just cannot pick up that that late before and do such a short preparation and expect to you know to play the very best that you can. And of course, you came in just for a couple of months with the very uh, clear objective of winning this tournament and qualifying for the World Cup, and you've gone through unbeaten with that and also with the tri series, and and so that brings it to the end of your time, is it? Obviously, you knew this is how it was going to end in terms of a short stint, but is it, is it hard to let go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you start a project and you, and you achieve it all, yeah, it's very hard to let go. And they're, they're great athletes. But um, it's difficult for me to be a resident in Fiji at the moment. I need to be with my family in Australia. So um, there'll be someone new coming in, and um, hopefully they'll embrace some of the new changes that these girls have made and um, move forward. But... They just need to have need to be a structured program. They can't just uh, pick up, drop down, pick up, drop down. It needs to be a, a periodised, long-term program.
And you've said that they picked up what you implemented in terms of uh, changing uh, you know, systems and whatnot very quickly. So I guess with somebody else coming on board very shortly, it bodes well for them being able to do that again or, or make adjustments as, as required you know, at, a, at a quick pace. We just added some variety to the game. They're pretty much known as playing offline, fairly similar to New Zealand, and uh, and sort of uh, played the same way for quite some time. So just added a bit of variety, and so hopefully um, with that plus what they they fairly well know, and then another new coach coming in should be fantastic. They should have lots of variety to their game. Indeed. So obviously the World Cup's uh, close to home in terms of being in Australia next year, and, and you'll be taking a backward seat uh, in that regard. Uh, well. What what are you expecting to see from this Fiji team over the coming year as as they build towards that tournament? How much oh, better can they, they get? Um, I said to them, because they have little opportunity to play anyone above them, but they need to consolidate at this level first, and I think they've, they're have they doing that. They need to be um, able to string together some quality netball and statistically be playing, you know, using the ball well and shooting well and all of those sorts of things, which is a launching pad to playing tougher op- opponents. And yeah, so they've got to now build to playing against the likes of Malawi and South Africa. Julie Hornwig. The return of some seasoned veterans helped Samoa improve one place on last year's finish to confirm another World Cup trip. The Samoans finished the series in second place with four wins from six matches, joining Fiji in qualifying for the World Cup. Coach Marcia Hardcastle says the return of some experienced players, including Monica Fuimaono and Ofira Harakarato, played a big part in their success. I think the lucky part for us is some of these girls are playing at top level in New Zealand and Australia. So all my job is to do is to link them together as a unit. And because they have so much netball prior to going to the PNS, compared to the other islands, that's, I guess that's why they go to a lot of tournaments, to try and get some match play. Last year, obviously, PNG finished second, and, and this year the format was different. Not only was there more on the line with uh, a spot in the world champs, but also you had two rounds, so six games in six days, which is pretty gruelling. How, how challenging was that? I, I was surprised with our fitness, actually. The girls held up quite well. I guess it was the type of game we played to what they play. Fiji certainly man-on-man, and they run hard, and, and they play a similar because they've got an Australian coach. They were fit, fit as. PNG were pretty fit. I'm surprised they faltered a bit. We played them the second game and they're pretty, they're pretty exhausted then, so I don't think that um, tournament in Australia made too much difference for them. Probably burnt them out. Yeah, they were blowing in our, in our game, in our second game we played them. So you've secured that spot at the World Cup, which is ultimately what mattered. You, the only team you lost to, of course, was Fiji, who went through unbeaten, have now won five straight PNS titles, and are obviously the dominant force in the region. You did get pretty close to them, though, and I think you were leading for a long period uh, there in, uh, in, in in one of those matches, in the in, in the second one, and they were both reasonably close. Uh, do you sense that you can knock them off at some point, though? I mean, oh, did... yeah, definitely. If we were fit, I certainly would have. Um, but we had so much ball. We just uh, undisciplined. We threw a lot of ball away. We had a lot of ball. We picked up a lot of ball. And just we've got to learn to treasure it, really. But the girls had a sniff of it. <laughs> so, so you think the, the the gap is closing? You reckon? Hugely, yeah. Even though they were a fitter, much fitter team, the gap's closed. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and as you say, you've got your experienced players back, which I, I guess will take you through hopefully at least until that World Cup next year as well. So that's going to help your planning. Yes. So we've got a couple of key players for us. They're keen to carry on and take us through to the World Cup. So I'm pleased with that, and we've just got to do a bit more conditioning work with all the bills. And with the time constraints we have, we'll just have to work something out. So I think we'll cope. Now we know where we are.
And now you've got that World Cup to look forward to. Uh, what have you learned over the past week that you still want to see uh, improvements from the girls and, and you know, where, where do you work on from now? The next plan is to go to the series in Singapore, and that's in December, Six Nations series. It's in December, and then they've got the, it's not PNS next year, it's the Pacific Challenge next year, where I think Tonga, Tonga will come into that. That would be a good lead-up before we go to Worlds. Do you think there might be more girls putting their hands up or other people that could have been available that, or, or that could be available that, that might come into the there, reckoning now? There, there is a few more players, but there's probably about three players that I know of that weren't available for this time round uh, that would be available to trial for the next one. I'm picking, we pick a squad and we use pick a 12 to go to the Oceania Challenge and Singapore and then keep the squad going and then pick another 12 and finalise the team after the uh, Pacific Challenge. That's the Samoa Netball coach, Marcia Hardcastle. Samoa assistant coach Tom Coventry says there's plenty of room for improvement ahead of this weekend's home rugby test against Italy. The Manu were held to a shock 18-all draw in their opening Pacific Nations Cup clash against Tonga in Apia on Saturday. Coventry says the heat and pitch conditions at Apia Park was certainly challenging for both teams. You've got the Tongans and the Samoans playing in their home countries and you think that they'd be acclimatised to it. But if you look through the teams that run onto the field, they're all professionally based Northern Hemisphere players. So we suffered equally as badly as each other. These boys are in their off-seasons. Uh, that brings a, a different challenge too to the coaching stuff. But being here a week and training together, obviously the combination is going to improve. And both teams will be better for the game, but I know the public and some will be looking for a better performance from us, that's for sure. Tom Coventry. Flying Fijians coach John McKee says the scrum is an area of concern leading into his side's clash against Tonga this weekend. Fiji fought back from a half-time deficit to beat Italy 25-14 in Suva at the weekend, with second five Namani Nandolo continuing his top form, scoring 15 points. Referee JP Doyle awarded two penalty tries to the Italians, one in each half. John McKee was pleased with the overall performance in his first match as head coach, but accepts their scrum requires a bit of work. Italy very, very strong in that area and, and play very much to their strengths and, and look, look to um, win penalties out of that area. But outside of the scrumming, you know, our game went pretty well and particularly in the second half when we were able to open the game up a bit more, we caused a lot of problems for the Italian defence. John McKee. Meanwhile, the Fiji National Sports Commission has ruled that last month's Fiji Rugby Union annual general meeting in Nandi was unconstitutional. Less than the 40 required delegates attended the meeting, held on May the 31st, which means that any resolutions and decisions made are now null and void. Fiji Prime Minister Rear Admiral Frank Bunimarama had been elected President of the Fiji Rugby Union at the meeting, replacing Ratu Sekali Tasere, who died last year. The FRU says following the Commission's ruling, the appointment will now be ratified at the next AGM. The Samoan women's rugby coach Yuini Lale Famoina says the 90-12 thrashing by the world champion at Black Ferns at the weekend was a steep learning curve. In the first match between the two countries since 2006, the Manusina managed to hold New Zealand's attack at bay for the first 15 minutes before the floodgates opened. New Zealand eventually crossed for 14 tries, with Charlene Fangalelo getting on the board for Samoa in the 53rd minute and Bellamio adding a second in the final play of the game. Uini Famoina says it's certainly a wake-up call with just two months to go until the World Cup. We competed um, quite well uh, in the, the first half, in the first um, stanza in that. Just uh, unfortunately we ran out of steam in the um, in the second half and we just couldn't 
carry on at the same pace that the black friends were playing in the second, the second uh, half in that day. So. They are the world champions. Um, you know what that standard is now. I guess that gives you something to uh, you know, look towards and, and, and build upon in the lead-up to August. Yes, uh, most definitely. The, the, the black friends, obviously, they're not the, the champions for, for, for nothing. And, they, you know, they, they've earned that right by uh, being the, the, the classy team they are. Strong all round than that, and um, if you can't neutralise those uh, attacks, you know, all over the park, and then you're going to be in trouble. It was a massive learning curve for us moving forward, and um, much for us to, to consider, especially with the, uh, the the fitness. Unfortunately, uh, it's always going to be a cliche. Uh, fitness is always going to be the uh, the foundation of everything, and that, and uh, yeah, we'll be working constantly towards uh, improving those uh, fitness levels. Manusena had a couple of games leading up to this. Uh, I guess, I guess low-key matches. The Black Ferns played the Wallaroos uh, Australia, I think, a week or so ago, and they've got Canada coming up this coming week. Uh, I guess as another thing there, I mean, that sort of difference in terms of opposition there, and and, and the lead-up made you know made it hard as well. I did. We were struggling to you know uh, to get um, some some matches in that. Um, we we're hoping you know if anything in that to try and uh, and get some. More games there. We're hoping to get another fixture against the Black Ferns again. Yeah, unfortunately things uh, didn't quite work out in that. But um, we're hoping to try and get at least some more games in that. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks leading into the World Cup, uh, just to again just to uh, get that uh, team unity uh, uh, working in that uh, leading into the World Cup. That's the Samoa women's rugby coach Iwini Lale Famoina. Two of Fiji's best ever golfers have confirmed that they're heading home in August to compete in the inaugural Fiji International at the Natandola Bay Championship course. Dinesh Chand hasn't played in Fiji since turning professional over 20 years ago and says he's looking forward to playing in front of a home crowd. Chand is one of Fiji's most successful golfers, winning three times on the Japan Golf Tour and twice on the Japan Challenge Tour. He's represented Fiji on several occasions in the World Cup of Golf and has also played at the British Open twice. Meanwhile, the former world number one Vijay Singh is also returning to compete in the Fiji International, which is a PGA tour of Australasia and one Asia event. And the PNG Hunters are up to second in the Queensland Cup Rugby League standings, following their third straight victory at the weekend. The Hunters recovered from a 2014 deficit to beat the Redcliffe Dolphins 43-36 in Kokopo. The PNG side have the best attacking record in the competition and travel to face the Mackay Cutters away this weekend. And that's the latest in world and sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.